All right, so what we got here is the audio from a recent upload to the Respect the Tempo YouTube channel. If you're looking for the full visual experience, the video experience of this, head on over to YouTube and watch it over there. Otherwise, I think this audio version will do just fine. Again, guys, thank you so much for your support. If you're not already following, head on over to Instagram, YouTube, subscribe, follow. You know what to do. Thank you so much, and on with the episode. What's up, everybody? I'm Stu, and I believe that time under tension speed of movement, and training with tempo are all elements that have been completely neglected by the current fitness space. So I created this channel to discuss my unique belief in fitness, tempo training, and document how I'm using this methodology to train for my first marathon with a goal of a three-hour completion time without sacrificing any of my size or strength. So on this channel, you'll find videos that are documenting my journey to the 2023 Chicago Marathon and how I'm using tempo training to prepare for that. But then you're also gonna find these, these longer format, more science and methodology-based videos where I'll be walking you through the ins and outs of tempo training. And hopefully that you're able to take something from it, either directly steal it and use it for yourself or your own model, or maybe you'll be able to take bits and pieces and create something new and unique yourself. So the first thing I get asked all the time is what is tempo training? And the definition that I've landed on is it is the utilization of time under tension to develop hypertrophy and strength endurance. I come from a background of CrossFit and loving to do these hardcore intense workouts that could range anywhere from a minute or two all the way for you know 40 plus minutes. But traditionally, in that CrossFit scene, in that group class setting scene, we were living in this like nine to 15 minute time domain and hitting it as hard as we could. I saw a lot of adrenal fatigue, I saw a lot of injuries, I just saw things that I didn't like in the space. So as I progressed in my own fitness, I started going the opposite direction. I started pursuing slower, more controlled reps. I started studying the works of guys like Ian King, and learning more as how to incorporate time under tension and tempo into my training. Because as awesome as it was to be younger and think I was a badass and I was gonna go to the CrossFit games and do all that leaderboard shit in my workouts, I really much rather preferred these more aerobic-based time domains. I really enjoyed accumulating high time under tension under heavy loads and creating this resiliency and ultimately what ended up being strength endurance alongside hypertrophy, which gave me the physique that I truly wanted the whole time I was doing CrossFit, but I never achieved due to that constant high intensity every single day you know, manifesto that we essentially follow with CrossFit. So tempo training was born as a way to utilize time under tension, create new muscle through hypertrophy, and then develop strength endurance. Now, let's get a few more operational definitions here. Time under tension. When we're talking about time under tension, we're essentially referring to the amount of time that the muscle is continuously working. When you stop in between sets and you come to a rest, the muscle is no longer working. That's the whole point of a rest. However, when you are training with the protocol of developing high time under tension, you want the muscle to be working for as long as you can. Now, there are three phases to every single lift. For a bicep curl, I'll use that as an example, there's essentially the concentric, the contraction of the muscle and the shortening of the muscle. Then you can hold that contraction at the very top here, and that's what we call an isometric. 
Then we have the eccentric, which would be the lengthening of the muscle or the lowering of the weight down. And then you could have another isometric hold there. But essentially those three elements can be mixed and matched with different time domains and lengths to create various time under tension protocols in your routine. In this example, eight pull-ups with a five second hold at the top and then a five second down descent would essentially give us a minimum of 80 seconds of time under tension per set. We have eight reps. We know we're getting at least 10 seconds of time under tension per rep, which would give us at least 80 seconds of time under tension per set. Now in future videos, I'll be breaking down durations of sets via time under tension and what dose responses or what effects of your training correspond to better time under tension numbers. Meaning if you're training for strength and power versus hypertrophy versus muscular endurance, which time under tension protocols should you follow? Stay tuned, that'll be in a later video. But this is what time under tension is and this is what the entire protocol of tempo training is all about. Generating strength through time under tension, instead of moving the weight as quick as possible to move on to the next exercise or beat the person next to you. The next definition that I wanna make sure we understand, so this is the next definition I wanna go through and that's hypertrophy. Hypertrophy is the increase of the muscle size at literally a cellular level to create muscle growth. Many of us make the confusion of being strong and the size of our muscles. There are a lot of people that are very strong yet they don't have as much lean body mass or lean muscle as an athlete who is less strong. Take a power lifter and a bodybuilder or figure competitor. The power lifter can create more power and is definitely stronger than the bodybuilder. But the bodybuilder probably has larger muscles across the entire spectrum than the power lifter. Remember guys, strength and the size of your muscles are not always a one-to-one. -one. And a lot of times we confuse that and we think, oh man, if I get a 10 pound PR on my deadlift, I'm gonna look jacked. Wrong. You're not gonna look any different. Like literally nothing's gonna look different except now on that one day, under all those certain circumstances, the amount of sleep you got, the calories that were in your body, what you did the day before, in that one circumstance, you PR'd your lift. We all know you can PR a lift and one day and then two weeks later come to the gym and you're barely able to touch 85% of that. Because when you PR a lift and get stronger, right? Your central nervous system has had to express more than it ever has before to complete that lift and you have this overload principle happen, it doesn't necessarily always correlate to the size of your muscles, like what you would actually see in the mirror. And that's a big confusing point for a lot of people. Now, in hypertrophy, let's use this as an example. 12 behind the neck BTN, behind the neck presses, with a four second down tempo and a two second hold at the bottom, all right? That would give us 72 seconds of time under tension per set. This here falls in line with hypertrophy. Hypertrophy you'll generally hear lives in this rep range. And you'll see numbers that vary from you know maybe eight to 12 or 15 reps is the ideal sweet spot for hypertrophy or the increasing of muscle size. Whereas strength and what we'd consider absolute strength, that one rep max, three rep max, maybe even five rep max, those rep schemes are gonna better relate to developing power and overall strength not exactly conducive for growing muscle size. So that's hypertrophy and the last definition I want is strength endurance. 
This is the one that when you do your research, you'll find out there's not a lot out there on it. Strength endurance, and I'm stealing this from Mel Sif, is one of the over, most overlooked, underrated, and understudied elements of this whole strength to endurance spectrum. There's just not a lot of white papers, peer-reviewed studies, or a lot of attention that's gone towards strength endurance. I'm of the belief that that's all about the change. I believe this idea of a hybrid athlete, guys like Nick Bear and what he's doing with, with his hybrid athlete, what 10,000, the apparel company, is focusing on what they're doing. If you look at bodybuilders who have achieved it at the highest level, now getting into endurance work, like Sam Okinola, it's really apparent to me that this concept of strength endurance is becoming more mainstream and popular. It's the body style and the look that people are looking for. It's the fitness ability that people are looking for. Being able to go be strong for long. And Mel Sif, in his book, Super Training, which is one of the original Bibles of strength conditioning, program design, and fitness, in my opinion, put it perfectly, and this is the definition I'm stealing from him. Strength endurance is a specific form of strength displayed in activities which require long duration of muscle tension with minimal decrease in efficiency. Meaning that I can exhibit my strength, I can tolerate high time under tension with heavy loads, and I can do it for long periods of time. That is strength endurance. That is what I'm interested in developing for myself, and that's how I believe I'm gonna prepare myself to perform a three-hour marathon at the 2023 Chicago Marathon. And this is an experiment I'm running on this channel that I'll be documenting step-by-step step so you guys can see how this all pans out. But let's move on from here. So, every element has a spectrum. Strength training has a spectrum of various different types of strength training. Conditioning has a spectrum of various types of conditioning. And this is the one that I've come up with, okay? If you research strength spectrum, you'll see a lot of different speed strength, absolute strength, relative strength. You'll find all kinds of different versions that other individuals in the fitness and strength and conditioning team have used. This is what I've chosen to use for tempo training. Now, on my spectrum here, we have on the far end, absolute strength. Absolute strength is gonna be your power output. This is gonna be like those one and three rep maxes, right? We're thinking like really having to dig into your neuromuscular efficiency, tap into your CNS and lift heavy weight for one or a few reps, okay? We also have at the other far end, absolute endurance. This is gonna be those aerobic capacity feats, individuals doing Ironmans, people running sub three hour marathons. These two live at opposite ends of the spectrum and they activate different muscle fiber types. So in our absolute strength, we're generally dealing here with our fast twitch muscle fibers. Now more specifically, these are gonna be what we call your type 2B muscle fibers. These are mainly glycolytic, mainly they're used for very quick, very explosive bursts of energy. Back over here with absolute endurance, we're utilizing type 1 slow twitch muscle fibers. These muscle fibers are also referred to as oxidative fibers. They're gonna be used for far more aerobic, lower intensity, longer duration efforts. Now in the middle, we have over here closest to strength is hypertrophy. We already discussed what hypertrophy is, the increase in size in the muscle. Now hypertrophy, growing the muscle, increasing the size, is gonna mainly be utilizing fast twitch, but what we call type 
2A muscle fibers. These are both utilizing glycolytic and some oxidative muscle fiber capacities in order to perform that rep range. We talked about, you know, anywhere maybe the eight to 12 or 15 rep range. These are the muscle fibers and the rep ranges and the, the method that you generally see bodybuilders utilize to put on as much muscle as they do. And then we go ahead and move into strength endurance where I like to live in my training and where I believe so much of the fitness industry is going, this is what I'm just calling being able to be strong for long. Being able to have a productive application of force against an object, a barbell, your body weight, whatever it may be, and sustain it for relatively long durations of time without that diminishing effect to where you can no longer lift that weight, you have to drop the weight. Being strong for long is this mantra that I'm running with, and this is gonna have to utilize a combination of both slow twitch and those fast twitch muscle fibers. That combination of both is where these athletes have to live. The training for this is also far more complicated than those that are solely focusing on strength, those that are just solely focusing on endurance, or in that figure, you know, competitor bodybuilding realm that are just slowly focusing on the size of the muscles, you know, on their body. This it creates a combination of mainly these three areas right here. Okay, so I'm very open and honest. We'll be like, well, I increase my deadlift or my back squat here. Maybe if you have a low training age and you're training with tempo training, as I've written it, yes, maybe you could. But those of us like myself who've been doing this for about 20 years, been fitnessing for 20 years, I'm 37 right now, this is probably not gonna get developed to its optimal state utilizing tempo training. But I sure as hell do believe that your strength endurance, your ability to be strong for long, as well as the muscle size that you have on your body will drastically increase. All the while, due to the longer duration efforts of these workouts, and I'll talk to you about the workouts here in a minute, that aerobic capacity is gonna be built as well. Because you're gonna find yourself training for a longer period of time than that nine minute AMRAP at the CrossFit gym, or the 60 minutes you spent bodybuilding at the gym, but when you really actually clock the time you spent doing actual biological work, you were really only working for 19 minutes. You were chit-chatting and tick-tocking the rest of the time. So that is the strength to endurance continuum that I'm using in tempo training. And now let's take a look at a sample workout so you can then see, and I'm gonna conclude this video with what a sample workout in tempo training might look like. You can follow along with all the workouts I'm doing for free, cost you nothing, over on Instagram at respect the tempo. I typically love to run my tempo training workouts based on time durations. So instead of them being task-based, I like them to be time-based so I can plan my day. I don't know about you guys, but as a busy entrepreneur, I've got things to do and I need to know how long this training block is gonna take me. And since I'm trying to train for a three-hour marathon, I know exactly the time domain I need to exist in. So for this workout from zero, zero to 120 minutes, two hours, I'm gonna run the following, okay? I'm gonna start off with a run of six miles. This indicator here at Z3 represents the heart rate zone that I'm gonna be utilizing. If you're familiar with the five heart rate zones, then you'll kind of have an idea what I'm talking about here. For this, just know that Z3 typically refers to around 70 to 80% of your max heart rate 
in references of beats per minute, okay? But that's all another video, I promise. Then I'm gonna come in and do a 120 foot sled push, okay? So maybe you've got a 60 foot strip of turf, I'm gonna push it 60 feet down, 60 feet back, and I'm gonna let that thing be heavy, all right? I wanna really have to grind. The sled is one of the best pieces of equipment for creating constant time under tension. It's absolutely unparalleled. No barbell exercise can create the amount of time under tension and CNS fatigue as sled pushing can. Then we're gonna go into eight Z presses. So that Z press is gonna have a three second hold overhead, three second down tempo, nice and smooth and steady. We got about six seconds of time under tension across those eight reps. So we're getting 48 seconds of quality at a minimum time under tension per set. We'll then move into 12 ring curls. Those ring curls are gonna have a five second hold at the peak of the contraction and then a two second down tempo. We'll finish with 24 alternating landmine trunk twists, okay? So that's alternating, right side, left side. Two second hold at the peak contraction on each side. Real quick, I messed this up when I wrote up the workout. So I complete the six mile run and then I came in and I did three rounds of the resistance training. So the sled push, the Z press, the curls, the trunk twist, I did that three times and then I headed back out for this next six mile run. Essentially for me, it was around 40 minutes of running followed by around 20 to 25 minutes worth of resistance training, give me a good ratio, but I just wanted to give clarification since I fucked that up on this, uh, this drawing of the workout back to it now once you're done with that 24th trunk twist you're going right back up and running six more miles and rinse and repeat this thing for two hours now this is dialed in for me specifically okay this is i know how long it takes me to run six miles i know how much volume i'm trying to get in running on this particular workout i know exactly how many rounds i'm probably going to achieve in the two hour period and on this particular day i literally just pulled this out of my notebook this is what I wrote for myself. Again, I have been in the fitness and strength and conditioning scene since I was 15 years old. I've got a pretty good feel as to how to do this as a coach, and this is what I decided to write up for myself. If you wanna keep following along and seeing the workouts I'm doing, great. Again, go to the Respect the Tempo Instagram. They're all free, they're all there. But when you're looking at something like this, you're like, there's no way I'm able to work out for two hours. I got kids and a job, I get it. Dial the time back. Stu, run six miles, I can barely walk one mile. Cool, dial it back, right? I'm not your coach, I don't know you, I have no clue what your abilities are, I'm just showing you what I'm doing and allowing you guys to tweak this recipe to fit you, your lifestyle, and your goals. But if you wanna create your own tempo training workout, it's a very simple recipe. Every tempo training workout consists of an upper body, a lower body, a midline, and a conditioning piece. Those conditioning pieces are typically monostructural, meaning you're riding a bike, you're running, you're using the assault bike, the rower, uh, whatever it may be. Maybe you're going for a swim, whatever. You're going for a walk. They're typically monostructural. You could throw some true conditioning elements in there if you wanted. Lightweight kettlebell swings, burpees, jump rope, whatever it may be. But typically we're just looking at this monostructural element for the conditioning pieces. Now, when I'm creating this, sometimes the durations are very long, sometimes they are short. Again, it is completely based on my schedule, what I need to do at that time in my training period as I prepare for the marathon. But one thing I've always maintained, 
I only do in the gym what I want to do. And I highly recommend you take this piece of advice as well. I only do workouts I enjoy. I have not, not looked forward to a workout since doing tempo training. Not once. Every day I am amped and excited to go to the gym because I write workouts that I want to do. Now I have a very specific goal so there are some things I have to do. But prior to deciding to do this marathon just a, a month or two ago, I was literally going into the gym and selecting the movements I enjoy doing. And you know what it does? It makes training fun. It makes fitness fun. It makes you want to be in there fucking two hours or more. And I highly recommend you do the same unless you have you know, some kind of nagging injury or range of motion issue that you're working on or you have a specific sport that you're training for. Just do what you want to do in the gym. It changes the whole damn thing up. Guys, thank you so much for watching this. I'll be bringing more science and methodology based videos, longer format like this, so you can get better understanding as to how I'm creating these and the whys behind it. And until I see you in the next video, have a great day and respect the tempo.